Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua talks about the difference between physical reality and non-physical reality. And it's interesting to see it from this perspective because you'll start to understand how your unique perspective, your unique perception of reality really creates the reality that you're living in. And that is totally unique to you. Wherever you are, anywhere on this planet, you're perceiving reality from a unique perspective. And that unique perspective is then added to the tapestry of all that is and expands yourself, your inner self, source itself, the whole universe, that sort of thing. It's a, quite a deep conversation, but I think you'll get a lot out of it. Before we begin, I'd like to thank you for everything you do to support this podcast. Uh, anytime you leave a review, that really helps us a lot. We're starting to gain a lot of traction here and we're entering into the top 100 of podcast in most countries in the world. So if you can leave a review, if you can like and subscribe, leave a comment, share it with your friends on Facebook, tell others about it, all that stuff helps. We're really growing and it's a lot of fun to see this take off. Also, if you would like to get more involved, we have a lot of things happening at the website. There are free meditations you can download. They're all uh, channeled through Joshua. There is the new audiobook, A Perception of Reality, that was narrated by Jackie Seiden. There's a seven-day course that will really help you get to a new perspective in just seven days. It'll help you process limiting beliefs. And the manifestation event form is in that seven-day course, so you can start get started practicing with that. Uh, there's lots of articles. There's the uh, Joshua documentary. There's a lot of great stuff on the website, and that is theteachingsofjoshua.com. And if you'd like to contact me for anything, you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, get ready to enjoy the show, and we'll see you on the other side. We're thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hey, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Joshua. Welcome. We'd like to share with you a little bit of an idea here. It's the difference between the physical reality and the non-physical reality. In the non-physical reality, well... What you're doing is you're existing in a state of harmony with all that's happening. You're seeing perfection. You're seeing the wonderful lives that your cells are interacting with. It's all happening all at the same time. There is no real timeline going on, but you can't really understand that from your physical perspective. From your physical perspective, you're living quite a unique experience of physical reality, and how you're interpreting it is unique to you. This life that you're living, wherever you are on the planet right now, has never been lived before. It's coming from a unique perspective. You tend to believe that everyone else is living a similar sort of life, perceiving the same things you're perceiving. You have an idea of what the weather's like, what's going on in other parts of the world, the bigger picture. You have an idea of what your society is based upon. You have an idea of past history of humanity, of the planet, of all these things. And you sort of believe that you're sharing the same perception of reality. Yet, you're all at a unique level. You're all at a unique perspective. And what you're really doing is you're interpreting reality based on a unique perspective that is partly you and partly your inner self. So if you can imagine your inner self existing as this bubble of love and harmony and peace and understanding and just going with the flow of the perfection that is everything in the universe, physical reality, non-physical, is seeing it all as perfection. You're coming in to sift and sort in this denser reality, this reality on the earth plane, a reality that is unlike other realities in that you feel separation. Well, in the non-physical, you cannot feel the separation. Truly, you can pretend a little bit here and there, 
But in the, this physical plane of existence, you feel separate. You feel as if you are alone, as if there is no one else who's really part of you, even though you understand that you are part of your inner self, you're part of source, you're part of all humanity, you're part of all nature, you're actually all part of the earth as well. There is no true separation, but there is that illusion of separation, and that illusion is quite intense. And depending on what you've come to experience, your pre-birth intentions and how you exist in this reality, well, that can be quite intense and quite fearful and, and bring up a lot of things for you, or it could be easy and effortless and going with the flow. Now, based on where you are, you create desires. These desires cannot be created the non-physical. That's why the value of this physical plane of existence is in those desires that you create. When you create a desire, it is birthed immediately and it exists in a non-physical vibrational representation waiting for you to become a match to that vibration. Excellent. Do you need to come to be a match to it? Not at all. It doesn't matter because it already exists in the non-physical. The simple idea of what you want exists in the plane of existence that is not physical. So everyone in the non-physical gets access to that wonderful idea that could not have been created without you, without you going through something and birthing desire. Well, you tend to birth desires based in fear and lack and limitation and things that don't exist in the non-physical. Those ideas or those desires then will drive you forward to going through a journey to manifest everything you think you want. Will you manifest those things? You will if you go along with it. Do you have to? Of course not. Is there anything special about them? Well, they're unique, they're interesting, but they don't have to be manifested. In fact, you might not even want them to be manifested because if you knew the overall truth of this reality, well, those things then might not matter to you at all. And so we say there's a big difference between what you think you want and what you truly want. What you truly want is all the intentions you set prior to your birth, what you came here to discover. Now, if you're listening to us right now, generally speaking, you came to discover more of who you truly are in this life than in any other life. You came to be consciously aware of the fact that you are a representation of your non-physical self living in physical reality. Your non-physical self has certain qualities, certain interests, certain aspects to it, and those aspects are conveyed to you. Will those aspects be of any use to you? Maybe they will, maybe they're not. It really depends on what you're doing in this physical plane of existence. As you're going along on a journey of self-discovery, though, those non-physical talents and attributes and gifts start to come online. We've told you this many times before. They're not useful if you're living in fear. If you're living in fear and investigating who you're not, the inauthentic version of you, well, those talents and attributes and qualities, gifts, what have you, don't really serve you. But as you start to understand who you truly are, they start to come online. You may see this in others. You may see this in others on this call. You may notice that some people are getting clairvoyant abilities. They're starting to use these abilities to help others. But in essence, they're really generating a pathway towards further self-discovery, towards exponential self-discovery, towards understanding themselves as their non-physical self living a physical life. But guess what? Whatever you're interested in in this life, whatever your qualities are, whatever's unique to you, whatever you've gone through also adds to your non-physical inner self. 
And when you transition to the non-physical, those qualities then are brought with you and added to your non-physical self. This is why your non-physical self lives in deep appreciation of you. Deep love and appreciation for everything you're going through and everything you're exploring and everything you're doing. Your non-physical self is expanded by you living your life. And each perspective that you hold in every single moment of your life is added to all that is, to all that is your non-physical self, to all that is in human consciousness, to all that is in the non-physical and to source itself. It expands the entire system. So we'd like you to first off, understand and appreciate yourself for being here at all. You could not be here on this physical plane of reality if you were not an intrepid, advanced explorer of physical reality. And you chose to come here at this time to understand more and more and more about who you truly are as a representation of your inner self and who you truly are as a human living right now. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Hello, Joshua. Hello. So I would like you, please, if you can expand on this belief that uh, you were speaking about. And with Jessica, we were looking in the limiting belief. I need nothing. I'm here to give and to serve. I need nothing. How can I need nothing when I am I also a physical being? Like, I personally love cattle, good food. Excellent. So can you explain more in that on, on this uh, belief that you're mentioning? Right now, in this moment, what could you possibly need? You have everything you need to be here in this moment. You're alive. You're awake. You've had enough to eat. You've had enough sleep. You've had enough to drink. What else would you need? Well, I didn't have enough to sleep, and I'm still hungry. So, Well... You're still alive. So you have enough sleep, you've had enough to eat, you've had enough to drink. Now you may perceive that you haven't had enough of. Is that interesting? You perceive that you could have had more or you could have had something different or that things should have been different or that our answer could be different or that there might be different people on the call. So what you're really doing is you're perceiving a lack. Now that lack is illusion. The limitation is illusion. Is an illusion. You have every single thing you need. Your idea of what you need may be confused with what you want, and that's the basis of physical reality. You are going through your life, sifting and sorting, acting out, having ideas, having resistance, having perceived limitations and perceived lack. That is all the illusion. You have everything you need. If you're hungry, you will have food. If you're thirsty, you will have something to drink. If you're tired, you will sleep. If you think you need more food, more water, more sleep, well, that's your perception of it, and that's fine. And that will birth desires. Maybe you're bored with what you're eating, or you want something different to drink, or you want to sleep a different way. Well, those will be desires that will be birthed, and you can move along vibrationally to match those desires if you want. It doesn't mean you don't have everything you needed. It just means you're wanting something more. You're wanting to investigate something more, and maybe you're wanting to explore your powers to create something more. All of that is great, but you start with the basis that you have everything you need. When you were born, you didn't have a job. You didn't have money. You didn't have your own house or a car or any of these things. You were given everything you need. Now, you thought that your parents gave it to you. You thought it came from outside of you, but 
nothing truly is outside of you. It's all within. You just can't see that. That's good. That's part of the game. If you knew everything was contained within, if you knew that you would always be given everything you needed, well, maybe you'd act a little differently. That's okay. The way you're acting now is perfect. The way you're believing now is perfect. The way you're thinking now is perfect because you're thinking about things in a new way. You're thinking about new ideas and new concepts and, and comparing them to how you were in the past. You may be worried about what's going to happen in the future. You may have, may have anxiety. You may have regrets and resentment about the past. All of this is allowing you to create a unique perspective and to birth desires and then move along to get what you think you lack. If you didn't think you lacked anything, what would really move you? You really wouldn't be moved towards anything. You might just be sitting there enjoying whatever it was and sort of coasting through life. Well, this reality gets you to move. It gets you to shift things up. There are things happening here that will move you. And of course, you're receiving inspiration the whole time. Are you allowing the inspiration to flow? Sometimes you are, sometimes you aren't. Are you acting on the inspiration you receive? Sometimes you are, sometimes you aren't. It doesn't matter. If you wanted to act on more inspiration, well, you'd have to push past more fear. Are you willing to do that? Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. It doesn't matter. But underlying all of this is the drumbeat of self-discovery. That drumbeat of self-discovery is what's moving you forward. You might think it's other things. You might think it's lack and limitation. You might think it's that something's wrong with you, something's wrong with your conditions, something's wrong with the people outside, and you want to change all that. Essentially, you have a perception of yourself as one who is not the creator of the reality, one who must constantly keep moving, keep working, keep efforting, keep struggling to control your reality so that you get everything you need. You might not believe it, but if you stopped working, stopped efforting, stopped struggling, you would receive everything you needed. How does that play into your mindset or your mental construct? For most of you, you don't believe it. You're not there yet. For most of you, you believe that your actions bring you that which you need. But when you were a baby, there were no actions that brought you anything you needed. You were given everything you need, and that has not changed. Your actions aren't what brings you what you need. It's just part of your belief system. Alter that belief system, and what you get will be received by you based on what you actually need on your journey of self-discovery. That's it. Thank you so much. Excellent. Who's next? I can go. <laughs> Excellent, Susie. Um, I find it's a silly question. Maybe not, but maybe yes. I was wondering, like, uh, through a lot of movies I watched, like, which one is the most closest representation of our physical reality? Like, I'm thinking of the Matrix, uh, Slider, The Free Guy, Truman Show, all those kind of movies. Like, can you take parts of them and, like, do a parallel? Well, they're all representing a misperception of reality. When you are understanding that the physical is just the physical, that you have to effort and struggle, that you're alone in the world, that you have certain abilities and inabilities, 
that you have certain freedoms and limitations, that you have certain access to abundance and a certain amount of lack. All of that is the illusion of physical reality, that you have to maintain control over your outside conditions and the people in your life. This creates desire. Desire is the engine of growth and expansion. You do not need to manifest anything you desire, nor do you need to see the truth of the illusion. In those movies, though, the audience is understanding the illusion from the get-go. In Free Guy, the main character believes that he is in a real environment of reality. He believes that he is alive in this environment. As the audience member, you know he's actually an in-game player. But when he starts to realize or starts to see things that are not making sense, a little bit outside of what everyone else is seeing, he starts to pay attention to the fact that there's more going on here. Well, the same thing is happening with you. The only reason you could ever be on this call now or listening at a later date is you're seeing that there's so much more possible outside of the illusion of physical reality that you were born into or that you adopted along the way. When you start to see numbers line up, when you start to have synchronistic experiences, when you start to read books and watch podcasts, watch videos, listen to different teachings, and they resonate with you, there's some clue there that there could be more going on. Then you pay attention to these teachings or the teachings, and you start to think in a new way. We start to think in a new way, you start to notice different things happening. Maybe you have some empathic abilities showing up. Maybe you had them when you were a child and ignored them, forgot them, or pushed them to the wayside. Maybe they're popping up online for you now. Maybe you're thinking, wow, this is very strange. Maybe you had thought that the idea of channeling was this bizarre concept like Gary did in the beginning. But as you go along, you start to open up to these ideas and you start to practice with them on your own. And you start to choose between the red pill and the blue pill. You start to say, what if I have actually more power than I thought? What if this reality is different than I initially thought? What could I explore? What could I understand about myself in this? What could I do to control my reality even better? And so this is where it all takes you is to this idea that in order to have a better experience of life, I should be able to create in my reality. And to those of you who are just starting on this information, that idea of being able to create in reality means you can control it better. You can control the flow of income better. You can control how people respond to you better. You can control your trajectory better. And then it turns it all over on its head and you realize that this whole idea of control is based in fear. So this reality is a reality where there is fear at one end, love at the other end, but everything within that spectrum is actually a game that you get to play. It's all love anyway. So there's an illusion going on here that you learn to play a game one way based in fear and control and lack and limitation. And then you start to experiment or open up to the idea that control, fear, lack, limitation are all the illusion of the game. 
and that you've never needed control. You've never really had any lack. You've really never had any limitation. You've always had all the abundance to do all the things you were inspired to do. You had all the freedom to do it all, but you needed never to control it all. Giving up that idea of control sets you free from the illusion, but can you give up the idea of control? So that's the game that you're playing now. It's a different game altogether. So how do these movies come into existence anyway? Well, there's, there's a few of them. Most movies, most entertainment is based in fear and it elicits an emotion of fear. Then you get these insights, these channeled ideas of what if there's more going on? And that's filtered through the producers of the movie and the writers of the movie and the actors and all this is going on here. It's never really an accurate representation of what's happening in physical reality, but it is a clue to what's going on. The thing that they never get is that the absolute releasing of all control will set you free from the illusion, will allow you to move through higher dimensions of existence where it becomes lighter and easier, but there are more things happening and things happen quicker where you manifest things quicker, including manifestation events, where you are moved on your journey more effectively to discover who you are, and where you are starting to come to the realization that there is an inner self that is guiding you in every single moment of your life. That inner self and you, inner self in the whole entirety of the universe prior to your birth, designed a life that was perfect for you. You are born, you're born at the specific date and time and place to the parents, to the family, with the name, with the body, all designed to move you on this journey of self-discovery at another level, a higher level than ever before. In this life, if you're on the call now, listening at a later date, you came to explore who you truly are. Will you get there? No, you'll get a glimpse of it. You'll get an understanding of it, a basic understanding of it. But if you could incorporate that understanding that your inner self is living through you to move you in a direction for greater clarity and a higher dimensional experience of physical reality outside of the illusion for what could possibly be the first time in history for humans in this civilization to experience themselves as their inner self, as a blended being in this experience, releasing all control releasing all doubt, releasing all fear, and allowing the life that they're living to be lived at the highest vibrational level. At that highest vibrational level, everything you truly want starts to come to you, things you can't even imagine. It's an unimaginable life. Of course, you'll be confronting limiting beliefs along the way. You'll be confronting everything in that mental construct that is not true. Well, guess what? Everything in that mental construct is not true. So piece by piece by piece, that mental construct will be shifted. It starts with the idea that there's more going on in physical reality. If you are guided to one of these movies and you see something in it, it alters that mental construct. It allows you to move beyond a rigid belief system to a more malleable belief system. Then you look at your persona. Why was that persona created in the first place? It's a character within the old game that you thought 
would allow people to like, love, and respect you, to navigate this reality in the old approach, in the approach of fear and control and lack and limitation. You start to adjust that persona by becoming more authentic. So you're shedding that which is inauthentic as you move along. Well, how is that inauthentic version of you shown to you? It's shown to you through resistant thought. Anything you think is wrong or bad is a resistant thought. Why is it wrong or bad? Well, you have a mental construct or a belief structure that has been adopted that causes you judgment, fear. Without fear, you could not judge anything as wrong or bad. So anything that comes to you in a resistant thought sparks a bit of fear and triggered by a belief system that you have. As you unravel that belief system, you change that mental construct. You become more open to the truth. And then you'll have more resistant thought or you'll bump up against manifestation events and you'll start to let that mental construct go, let that persona go, become more authentic. The more authentic that you become, the more you'll have these thoughts and be open to the idea that possibly every single thing you believe is not true. Well, for those living in fear, that thought is very scary because they use their limiting beliefs to make themselves feel safe. They really, really want to believe in a structured, rigid idea of physical reality where everything is tangible. As you allow some of that to fade away, you'll be open to the idea that nothing is tangible, that everything is created in the thought process, that how you look at life is the life that you are living. And that if you open up, well, you open yourself up to discovering more limiting beliefs and having manifestation events. That's fine. You get into a system of looking at those limiting beliefs and proving to yourself that they're not true and letting them go, letting them become less intense, less of a factor in your life. And then you'll start to get inspiration. Now, the inspiration is sometimes there to move you towards the manifestation of things you want. But at this level where you are, more generally, that inspiration is coming to move you further along your journey of self-discovery, to help you shed the inauthentic aspects of yourself to become more aligned with who you truly are, to understand that connection even more deeply. The inspiration is one way that your inner self connects with you. As you move along and understand and who you truly are, unravel this illusion of physical reality, you might become a channel. You might become empathic. You might have direct communication. You might have the ability to meditate and to have a conversation with your inner self. You might be able to accept the guidance more easily. You might be able to take inspiration and just take the action without really having too much fear about it. You might allow that inspiration to form more fully before you take action. You might be able to step back and say, why? Why am I doing this? Why am I on this call now? Why am I interested in this? You might be able to become completely aligned with this journey of self-discovery and then have complete faith that it's bringing you everything you truly want. If you look at the matrix, well, that wasn't really a fun ride when he discovered that physical reality was illusion. Many people would not want that. Many people would not see that as freedom. 
And many people wouldn't want that journey to become the hero in that movie. There's a lot of pressure in that. So that whole idea, though, is getting cast out of this illusion and then discovering the raggedy nothingness of a physical reality that is bleak and dark, and then having to fight against something to create a better world. Well, that's not how it works at all. All you're doing on your journey of self-discovery is you're coming to understand the limitations you're placing on yourself, and you're letting those limitations go. Maybe it's uncomfortable, but for you who have come to this high perspective right now, whether you're on the call now or listening to a later date, for you to even be consciously aware that there is something else going on in physical reality that others do not see, well, you're in a very high perspective. So for you, the fear is not what it is for those living in the depth of this illusion. You are not perceiving the same thing they're perceiving. You are not abiding by the same rules. What is happening, seemingly happening to them, is actually happening for them. They can't see it. What is seemingly happening in your life, you are now ready to understand that it's always happening for you, for your ability to move out of this illusion and to the truth. Some of these movies are touching on this idea, on the outskirts of this idea, within the realm of their, the producers, the writers, the actors, the directors, within the realm of their personal belief system that they can get to. They are enamored with the idea, but not thinking it's true. These movies will start to come more and more often because they do help awaken the masses at a certain level. You have to understand that all of you are a couple dimensions above that, at least. So when you look at movies like this, you can see glimpses of what is really happening in physical reality. You can see glimpses of the illusion, but there's much more going on for you. For you, it's all about allowing the fact that you have a mental construct wherever you see physical reality, that mental construct is never true. It's serving you for where you are now, but you can allow that mental construct to take a different shape easily. Why you're on the call now is you've agreed to allow your mental construct to shift. Maybe you got here because you thought that this information would help you create a better life, but that creation of what you think is a better life is more the illusion. That doesn't matter. You're here now. What you want to understand is, first and foremost, your life has been perfect from the day you're born until the day you transition to the non-physical, and you're either accepting that as true or resisting it. If you accept it as true, you'll feel good. If you accept it as it's not working out for you, you'll feel negative emotion. That difference, negative emotion, positive emotion, is your guide to navigating this reality in a way that aligns with one thing and one thing only, your specific personal journey of self-discovery as you intended prior to your birth. The more you go with the flow of it, the more you'll understand it. The more you resist it, the more you'll be captivated by the illusion. Either way, it's fine, but we understand that you have the vibration of that who wants to understand themselves at a higher level, maybe 
highest in the history of humanity. And that's why you asked that question, not just for you, but for everyone listening on this call right now. Wonderful question. Thank you. Excellent. Can I go? Absolutely. I, hello, understanding who I, we are, right? I like, we like to understand things. I do. I get confused between the part of me or whatever that wants to understand things for control purposes versus mm -hmm. the part, parts of me that want to understand my self, self. Well, guess what? It's the same you. This is the way you are choosing to understand yourself in both cases. Oh. You're choosing to understand the physical self in confusion, and you're choosing to understand the higher self, the inner self, in joy and love and freedom and abundance. So every time you're experiencing joy, love, freedom, and abundance, you are participating with the inner self that you truly are. You're believing yourself to be this inner self. Anytime you're in confusion, lack, limitation, effort, struggle, having issues, having problems, having manifestation events, you're interacting with the version of you that is involved in the illusion. This play between the two is your journey of self-discovery, and it's a common journey of self-discovery. You will move to new levels. You will contemplate your belief system. You will adjust that belief system. You will start to see yourself in higher terms, but there's no rush to this. It doesn't matter. Now, there is judgment that you should be at a different level. This is true of all of you. You think, well, I've been listening to this for a while, and I've been still having manifestation events. I'm still not being able to achieve this I want, and I'm still looking at things I think are wrong or bad, and I should be different than I am. No, you're exactly perfect for your journey of self-discovery. It is perfect in every way. You may wish the conditions were different, but that's fine. Don't worry about that. The wishing simply is the indication you're perceiving yourself as a victim at this time. No big deal. Just generally know <laughs> that you have everything you need right now. You are the perfect place right now. Your life up to this point could not have been any different. Every choice you made had to be the choice you made. Every decision, every action, everyone you ever met, everyone you ever let go, all of that was perfect. There is nothing to regret or resent in the past. It was all perfect. It was exactly how you wanted it to be. It could not have been any different. Going forward, you have simply two choices. Am I going to choose the perspective of the victim in this moment, or am I going to choose the perspective of the creator in this moment, or something higher, something in between, whatever it is? You have the choice of perspective. From that perspective, you'll get inspiration. Your choice then is to act on the inspiration or not act the inspiration. It doesn't matter. You are always being moved forward either way. If you want to control your conditions, well, what kind of control do you have? You think you have the freedom to choose one thing over another thing, one preference over another thing, act in a way to move a desire. But what you're really doing is you're playing around with the illusion. That's fine. That's what physical reality is all about. You're expanding anyway. If you want to have a little more joy in your life, just perceive that everything is perfect in this moment. Because in this moment, whatever your moment you're in, you can discover that you have everything you need. You have every single thing you need. And if you don't have it, you don't need it. So if you have the inspiration <laughs> to do something, think it through a little bit. 
Is it really the idea that you think it is, or is it something simple? And generally the inspiration will be something simple. What could you do right now? Well, the inspiration is to buy a new car. You think, oh, I don't have money for a new car, or I don't have the credit for a new car, or whatever it is. I can't sell my existing car, whatever it is. That's not the inspiration. You just went a little bit too far ahead. And you went too far ahead enough to give yourself some doubt. Well, that's always going to happen on inspiration. Oh. There's going to be a little bit of fear. But what it really is, is to maybe talk to someone about cars or maybe research something online or maybe think about mm -hmm. your car in a new way or, okay. or appreciate your car in a different way. The inspiration is always that little thing you can do. Now, if you act on enough inspiration, you're going to really experience the life that you intended to live. That's it. You're going to have enough. You're going to feel abundance, feel freedom, feel joy, feel good. If you're constantly receiving inspiration, but you think you can't do it, you're going to be in a little bit of conflict there. Why would the inspiration come if you couldn't do it? Not possible. You can always do something to act on the inspiration. Of course, fear is going to pop up. But if you can push past the fear to do a simple thing, that's all you need to do. Now, if you judge anything that you're involved in, well, that's you buying into the illusion, thinking things should be different than they are. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that at all. Just be aware of where you are. Be aware that you're judging. Be aware that you're being critical. Be aware that you're being in fear. And realize it's all based in the illusion and it's all based in an inaccurate perception of reality that is creating desires that are highly beneficial. As you're moving through life and you're thinking in a new way, just the fact that you're thinking about these things and asking this question proves that you're perceiving yourself from a much higher perspective. Now, you may be judging that and saying it's not high enough, but we promise you that this way you're thinking at your age is an amazingly high perspective, higher than almost anyone who's ever lived on the planet. All of you, by simply contemplating these things, meditating, having this perception that you could connect with your inner self, even the idea of an inner self, this is all extraordinarily high perspective thoughts. Of course, you're going to dip down into victimhood. Of course, you're going to dip down into thinking you're separate from all that is. That's part of the game that you're playing. You set everything up perfectly. All you'll have to do is come back to that present moment. In this present moment, I have every single thing I need to be where I am. If you notice that enough, if you notice that this moment is perfect, this moment is perfect, this moment is perfect, this moment I have everything I need, this moment I'm fine, this moment is great, this moment I have a desire for something, that's fine too. I birthed a new desire, fantastic. This moment I manifested something, that's great. This moment is beautiful. This moment is easy. This moment's joyful. This moment's a struggle. This moment's difficult. As long as you're contemplating these things and understanding that every moment is leading you to the next moment, all you have to do is think about your perspective. Are you perceiving yourself as a victim in this moment? Okay, well then, certain choices, actions, and decisions are available to you at that perspective. Fine, you act on something, you do something. But if you can raise your perspective and say, hold on here, I'm the creator of this reality. This reality is working out perfectly for me to discover who I am. Whatever moment I'm on, it's a moment of discovery. If I'm thinking about this, 
I can let go of that which is inauthentic. Why am I trying to be something different than I am? To get people to like, love, and respect me, to get money, to get satisfaction, to get to control anything? Is that why I'm doing it? Okay, that's based in an inaccurate perception of myself within my reality. Let's raise that perspective a little higher. Let's contemplate this idea that I am the creator of my reality and that everything that's being laid out in front of me is for my benefit and just go with the flow of that in this moment. You tie enough perfect moments together, guess what happens? You start to understand how this reality works and who you truly are. You start to gain a level of confidence that you cannot make a wrong decision, that nothing can happen to you. It's always happening for you. That all you're doing is choosing a perspective and you can choose any perspective you like that aligns with your belief system. And when you have a limiting belief that you find in a resistant thought or a manifestation event, you have the tools to process it. Mm -hmm. When you start meditating every day, you will start to understand that the thoughts that are coming to you are based in your perspective. When you shift that perspective consistently higher and higher and higher to perceive yourself as the creator of your reality, living a perfect life just as you designed it, you will experience true freedom, true abundance, true joy, true satisfaction, true understanding. You will opt out of the illusion. You will move through higher dimensions. And this is an eternal process. But in this lifetime, you came to discover more fully who you are, and you're doing it perfectly. You, Anita, are doing everything perfectly. And everyone else on this call now or listening at a later date, everyone is doing it perfectly. You cannot see that because the illusion is thick. That's part of the game. Now, this illusion does not exist in other realities. This illusion is part and unique to this reality. And this was a reality that you chose to jump into. Why? Because you are an advanced explorer of physical reality. And you said, I do not want the easy stuff. I want the tough stuff because this tough stuff creates an accelerated journey of self-discovery and generates desires and wants and outcomes that cannot be generated anywhere else. You said, I will jump into this reality to expand myself more exponentially than in any other possible reality. This is where I wanted to come. This is the time I wanted to come. And I knew that I would have all these perspectives that could never be generated by any other reality. That's why you're here. When you return to the non-physical, it will be so obvious to you. But if it becomes apparent to you while you're alive, guess what happens? You start to play the game the way it's set up. You start to live in physical reality in ease and joy. Who else does that? Not too many people. You start to appreciate the nature that's around you and the fact that you can do anything you truly want to do. Not what you think you want, but what you came to do, which is explore and sift and sort and mix it up and think in a new way. That's why you're here, because you are already thinking in a new way. This thoughts that are coming to you are not coming to most humans. This ability to even conceptualize the fact that you are on this journey of self-discovery and you're guided in each moment by your inner self to live a perfect life for you and all the conditions are set up perfectly for you, even if you're confused. You see, 
The confusion <laughs> is part of the game that you chose. You didn't want to have perfect clarity. You wanted to figure it out. You wanted to play this game because you are a master. You you said thank you. And you also back there you said be uh something about being a victim or a creator or something else. And I it cut out. Can I ask about that? Or you are either in the illusion or somewhat above the illusion or anywhere in between. Ah, Sometimes you're in the illusion, even when you're the creator of the reality. Sometimes you have insights, even when you're pretending you're a victim. It is all going up, down, up, down all the time, depending on how you are choosing to perceive yourself in the moment of what's happening. But we promise you in the moment of what's happening is always happening for your benefit. Always, every moment is always happening for your benefit, your benefit of why you came here. Why you came here is to discover who you are. That's it. Once you start to think in that way, in those terms, I am here to discover who I am. Everything that's happening is serving me on that. Every single person that I interact with is a mirror to how I'm being in this reality. All of it is created for me. This entire outer reality is actually me. Everything is generated from the inside out. I never have to worry about a thing because I will be taken care of in every moment for as long as I choose to be here. And when I'm ready to return the non-physical, it will happen elegantly and effortlessly. And you will transcend this reality back into your home reality of the non-physical and understand completely everything that you experience in this reality. Sometimes you can, you can understand that now. And sometimes you're confused now, and that game between the confusion and the illumination is why you're here and how you personally set things up. So you are doing everything perfectly for Anita. I love you, Joshua and Gary. Excellent. Thank we love you, you too. very much. Who's next? <laughs> I have a question, Joshua. Rashta. So uh, the last few years, about three, four times, I've smelled cigarette smoke around my house and yesterday I smelt it in the house and it really creeped me out actually every single time it's happened it's creeped me out first I had to make sure it's not my husband because he smokes but he never smokes near the house out of uh, respect for me and then yes it's always been in the backyard but then yesterday it was in the house and I know everything is perfect for me <laughs> but like it was so creepy and I, I just wanted to throw up and I don't know how to proceed in getting to the bottom of this occurrence. What if you didn't think it was wrong? But what if, it is wrong. Well, is there any wrong in the universe? <laughs> There's no. no wrong in the universe except for this smell. It's the only <laughs> thing that's wrong and mosquitoes, yeah. those two things. Otherwise, everything else is right, except for these two things. No, everything in the universe is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Everything is perfect. It has to be perfect. So why am I creeped out? Like, I just couldn't, I really couldn't cope. Like, I don't even know why I couldn't cope with it. You I just a, had a lot of fear. You have a limiting belief. What's your limiting belief around cigarette smoke? Well, I mean, the usual, it causes lung cancer. It can cause fires. Do you think that cigarette smoke causes lung cancer? Um, 
you do you think that one? anything outside of you could cause anything inside of you? Uh, well, when you put it that way, no. Everything that outside of you exists as a reflection of what's inside of you anyway. But there's but, no smoke inside of my body. Well, there is a fear. There is a limiting belief inside of your body, inside of uh -huh. your mind, inside of your perception of reality. And that generates the reality that you exist in. So your reality that you exist in is primarily wonderful because the inner reality is primarily wonderful. But there's a few limiting beliefs there and a few fears there. And these are popping up to show you that you simply have these things. Your reality is simply a reflection of your inner mental construct, your inner vibration, your perspective on yourself. Now, imagine that two possibilities here. One, someone is running around without you noticing, smoking cigarettes here and there and everywhere. You think that they're not actually around you because they respect you too much. They wouldn't do that. But what if that was an intuitive ability? What if you're intuiting something that was there to recognize someone in your presence who might have smoked but is no longer in physical reality? Well, the only, the only bad association I have with cigarette smoke is something tragic that happened some 20 years ago. I thought maybe that's, maybe it's that. Explain that tragedy if you can. Oof. No, I can't do it. Well, do you think that it is possible that you're starting to, to see things, to experience things on a more ethereal level using your empathic abilities, that a representation of something that is so prevalent or such an idea, something so strong to you, you can't ignore it. You can't not notice it. So imagine if you had a relative that had transitioned to the non-physical and they thought, how could I enter into the reality of Reshna where she would notice? Well, there might be a lot of things that would cause real fear. What if I came in and was a vision to her. She could actually see me. Well, that might be too much. What if I knocked over a vase of flowers and it broke on the ground? Oh, she might think that's something else. Or what if I represented who I was to her in a way that she could smell it and notice it? That would be a way for me to enter the conversation, enter the perception of it. There may be a way to have her recognize that that couldn't be anything else. There's no one else smoking in the house. Who would smoke in the house? That doesn't make any sense. And then maybe she might freak out. That's okay. But maybe she would be inspired to ask this question. And maybe this is a way for you to allow your intuitive abilities that are coming online now to be comfortable with the first person who you know smoked. And who would that person be? My grandfather? Could be. Could be. That's who could be coming in to talk to you. Uh -huh. And wouldn't it be lovely to talk to your grandfather? That's scary. Why would it be scary to talk to someone who loves you so much? Because I'm, I'm not used to talking to dead people. Well, you have talked to dead people for quite a while now. And probably more than anyone else. Pretty much make, make it a weekly routine. 
you're here talking to us. So why of all the people who talk to dead people, you would be afraid of talking to someone like your grandfather who loves you. So just contemplate that idea, just play with it. And just know that this is a natural thing. They are not gone. They are with you all the time. As you are raising your perspective, you are able to see through the illusion. The illusion says they're not there. Of course they are. They're in every single moment. They're with you, with all of you, in every moment. They are your guides and supporters. They are helping you to see what's the truth of this reality. They are sending you thoughts. They are sending you love. They are wanting to let you know that there is more access to the non-physical than you currently believe. And when you access that non-physical, you can do it in joy because it is who you are. Who you are is this incredible, aware, awake, one who has a high perspective, being of love with a little bit of fear in there. That's okay. Uh -huh. Who they are is pure love. They have love for you and they have thoughts for you and ideas for you and guidance for you. And they want to share that with you. Let them in. All they can do is make it smell like smoke so you pay attention. That's it. And you can cut them off anytime you want. But why not play with these, these ideas? Why not let this empath empathic ability that you have allowed to come to you because you've shifted your perspective, it's starting to come online now. You can talk to anyone without any fear. That's the gift that you brought here to physical reality to serve your journey of self-discovery. You have all brought certain gifts when you reach a high enough perspective where they become useful to you on your journey of self-discovery, they'll come online. Don't be afraid of them. You're good at using them. They are your gifts. You've practiced them in the non-physical. You brought them here. So let them flow and you will feel the way you you feel when you see the truth of this reality. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful thank week. Thank you. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. There's a lot of great stuff in there. Uh, it was a deep one. Joshua's getting a lot deeper uh, in, in the newer uh, episodes that you're hearing now. There's been a shift in Joshua, a shift in me. We're coming to a whole new level, and it's all about perspective. Perspective is really your vibration. It's how you see yourself in your reality, and that creates the vibration. That vibration is then uh, communicated to the universe, and you receive a reality based on that. So uh, get ready for more stuff. I think it's increasing as we go along here. Uh, please do what you can to share this podcast with your friends and leave reviews and like and subscribe and all that stuff. It really helps us gain some traction and it's really fun to watch that happening. If you like more information, please visit the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. There's meditations you can download. The audio book was just released, A Perception of Reality, and it's amazing. If you haven't checked that out already, you can buy it on the website. Uh, there's also lots of articles you can read and there's a documentary you can watch all kinds of great stuff. If you want to contact me for anything, please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And so we appreciate you for being here and have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Bye.